What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Okay, let's talk through all these golf events that you have coming up. Gabby, I'm glad you asked. Got my calendar right here. July 17th at Red Run, and then July 31st, I have the American Golf Outing uh, for the Cancer Society. I also have the American Cancer Society Golf Outing on the 31st, and also, I got yours on the 18th, buddy. Yeah, I'm going to be there. Oh, 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 These are a lot of events and golf outings. Well, you want me to miss my own golf tournament? Yeah, they're all great golf. I mean, this okay. is... Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got this. Guys, I got this. Don't worry about it. Hold on a second. The Randy Wise Celebrity Golf Tournament. Watch for the eye. It's the Randy Wise Celebrity Golf Tour. Some of the biggest names in Michigan sports, and some, well, not so much. Brought to you in part by Premier Security Solutions, Fairway Packing Company, and Swiss Insurance. Watch episodes at WoodwardSports.com. Being first round pick, exactly as he is. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. I reached so down. <laughs> this is so great. I, I reached is... down deep and I came up with nothing. I just want to watch him laugh. I just want to watch him laugh. He said he reached down deep. I'm spinning right now. <laughs> hey, you water, water, drink some water, man. I'm fine. Your eyes are about to come out of your head. <laughs> <laughs> How that pure body of man is feeling right now. <laughs> and here we go. Monday, June 26, 2023. Ermani and Edwards with Maz. Woodward Sports Network. WoodwardSports.com. Fox2Detroit.com if you are watching live. Braylon out today. Uh, Tom Maz away uh, in his stead. Maz, I'll tell you. I have gotten more comments about Friday's show more laughs about Friday's show than I think anything we've ever done. First and foremost, how you feeling today? And good afternoon to you, my friend. Uh, hello, brother. Hello, everybody uh, out in uh, Woodward land. Yes, I had a good time on Friday at the Dispo in Hazel Park. Uh, my first time trying an edible. What was it? A 10 milligram? It was a Is 10 milligram. It? it was All a right. 10 milligram. Sour apple. It was delicious. And the first hour, I was like, okay, no biggie. No biggie. Then once that 3 o'clock hit, that started feeling a little different. And then you came to me at about 3.15 at that shot, and uh, I was a little loopy. I tried to get up one time to, like, get a phone to see what JB's phone was and all that kind of stuff, and I almost fell on my ass. But it was good. The weekend, i got to be honest, 
I had a couple of migraines this past weekend. I don't know if that's considered a hangover or not, since it's the first time I've done anything like this, and I'm a migraine sufferer. So I, I don't know. Maybe I could partially blame the migraine on it. I don't know. So here's what I blame the migraine for. And, and uh, JB, uh, good to see you on a Monday wearing the Dispo hat as oh, well. Of course, of course. How, how much fun did you have out there uh, watching this guy? <laughs> that, that was so much fun. That was hilarious. I got to admit, Mass, best time ever. <laughs> you and Parker, uh, really, you, you guys made me laugh the most. Parker, all you see is like he's behind his computer screen and you just see his head go... <laughs> <laughs> he was just laughing. I, I just they they made me laugh more than anything. That when you looked at me, and I had nothing to give you. Well, that was it. When you laugh, I can't help but laugh. So one of the things, as you know, you, driving the show, we call it right, like uh, creating the conversation and uh, keeping it moving, keeping it moving from you know whether you go to Mass or go to Braylon or this or that or Parker or, or JB. One of the things about it is you can read body language, okay? You're able to read body language. Who wants to say something next? Yeah. You know, so my head's always on a swivel. Braylon will uh, Braylon will yell at me sometimes because he thinks I'm not paying attention to him. You know, I'm not like looking at him in his eye like that. Yeah. <laughs> paying attention. Uh-huh. You know, um, I'm trying to figure out, <laughs> you know, I'm... You know, if I'm not looking at, Bra you know, locked into Braylon, he'll say something. But I'm trying to figure out between the chat, between the guys, between what's next, between looking at the rundown, and between Maz and everybody else, who wants to say something next so we're not all stepping on each other. So in that clip you just saw, <laughs> I was looking at Maz, and one thing Maz will always do to me when I look his way, he'll give me the little... You know, like a little, I got next. So he gives me that. I did? You did. <laughs> he gives me that. And so I'm just sitting there like, you know, looking his way. He's like, so I'm waiting for him to say something. And he tries to get it out. But there is nothing that is coming out. Nothing. He just, he tried. It was like, you, you, okay. ever, you ever I, see the movie, um... Uh, what's the Leonardo DiCaprio movie? Um, There's so many. With uh, he's the Belfort, the uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street. When he's trying to talk and, and, and he's on the phone and he's trying to say, "I got help," I, or, or "I took uh, Quaalude," or whatever. He's like, "I could," <laughs> like he couldn't get it out. That's it. Reminded me. That's of what you. I was saying. I literally, I reached down deep. I had something to say. You absolutely had and something to say. And I just came up empty. Came up with nothing. It, it was, was a George so Costanza funny. moment for sure. So the people were great there. We had a really great time. I hope we were uh, entertaining enough for you guys. The worst part about this all is, as you guys know, I don't drink. I don't do drugs. I don't smoke. Never did. So my daughters, I preach that to them. I know they're not going to follow completely in my footsteps. But I tell them, this is how I grew up and with the choices I made. And now all their friends are sending them the TikToks and the Snapchats <laughs> and everything. Look at your dad. Look at your dad. Look at your dad. Uh, now what, what am I going to tell them? What, what, what can I possibly say to them? Well, it is j just inedible. And I just want to, I don't want to make light of it, it you know, for uh, the kids, small kids out there. But you are of age. 
Oh, yeah. And uh, it is just inedible. And <laughs> so it, it was, look, this place, and I don't think, well, I know it's not I don't think. I've never been to a dispensary in my life. Right. I've never been to one Me in my neither. life. Except Dispo. That was the first time I've ever been to a dispensary. And let me tell you, that place was freaking amazing. It is. That place was freaking amazing. And just a constant stream of people. Yeah. Constant. Now, I, too, walked out with a bag of 10 milligram yeah. edibles. And on Saturday... I was thinking of you at the wedding. Well, no, Friday was the wedding. I didn't do oh, it Friday at the okay. wedding. Friday okay. was the wedding. That's why I didn't on Saturday. Gotcha. Saturday, I ate one at home. Like at night, we had some friends over. By barbecue. yourself? No, a couple of you other shared? people. You shared? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I shared. A um, couple of other people had. And we, uh, we just, I didn't drink at all. I just ate an uh -huh. edible and we laughed. How long did it take? But. 30 minutes. Okay. So you felt something in 30 oh, minutes. Oh, yeah. And then actually I went to bed. It was the best sleep I've had in months. That's what I hear. It was the best sleep I've had in months. Okay. I was just out cold. Yeah, I might try it at home at, uh, one evening. Yeah. It was, if you, if you are having trouble sleeping, man, it was crazy. Um, it was crazy. It was I think we're back at Dispo and Romeo on Friday. Are we? Are you? Are we I, really? I think we are. No yep. kidding. We yeah. are. Oh, that's awesome. Oh yeah. All right. All right. We're gonna be way out now. You thought Hazel Park shop looked good. The last time we went to Romeo, we got rained out, so you didn't see inside this place. Uh -huh. This place is is gargantuan. It's gigantic. Yeah, because when we went out to Royal Oak the first time, it was pouring. The and Romeo. We, uh, Romeo. Yeah. Yes, it was pouring, and we. Just got back at 159. Exactly. And we had no idea. We had nothing going on. I know. So it was great. Um, so we'll get another crack at it Friday. I'll see. No promises. That was great. Uh, <laughs> Parker, were you, I, were you ever able to get that picture? Yeah. Or no? So Friday, I went to uh, Dan Miller's daughter got married. Yes. Look at this picture from 18 years earlier. Wow. Isn't that something? That's great. Uh, Jennifer Hammond, Woody Woodruff, and Dan Miller. So Dan Miller's daughter, Sammy, got married. And uh, just to be back with the Fox 2 sports team in that. that picture. Isn't that something? That's so, awesome. So that top picture was from the Super Bowl in 2006. And the bottom picture uh, from You were a sports guy Friday back night. then. I was a sports guy back then. That was, that was the team. And now they just cut me off. And it's just the three of them. It started with the three of them. Yeah. Then I came. And now it's the three of them again. It's good. Isn't that great? I love it. It's just how time flies. Like, what are the things about that pick? How time flies, man. No doubt. You know, no, you know it. Especially having kids. You see them. You you see your uh, your whole life through your kids. And as they get older, and you know, I just had a picture today from eight years ago when uh, my girls were playing softball, and we had a tournament in uh, Bay City. And the girls were there, and I just look at my daughter and her friends then, and I look at them now, and it's just, it's mind-boggling that it was only eight years ago, and it seems like it's a lifetime ago. Yeah, and, and you think of the, you also think of, like, these are your friends' kids now getting married. Yes. Right? I yep. Mean, uh, at what point, like, when did this you happen You were Uncle Ryan at one us? time. Yeah, at what point did this <laughs> happen to all of us? Yes. 
uh, where, where these weddings happen. They're like your friend's kid. Oh, look at this. That was a terror. Jesse Adams, that's not nice. Look at the sideburns on Ryan, LOL. That was not a good picture. That was a look back then, Jesse, I think. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I just don't think I had a... I didn't work at Lady Jane's at the time. That's so right. I, I didn't have access to uh, haircuts every day that's of my right. life. That's right. That's so, a fact. Uh, it was really good. But a good weekend, hopefully... Uh, everybody out there had a great weekend. Not that great of a weekend for Tigers fans. Uh, uh, they lose two of three and blow a couple oof. of games to the Minnesota Twins. We'll talk to Lynn Henning, longtime Detroit News columnist. We'll talk to him about the Tigers' current situation moving forward this season. We'll talk to him about the upcoming draft. Uh, Colt Keith, the Tigers' number one prospect, got raised up, elevated from AA to AAA. Is that just wasted at bats uh and of course uh today is an anniversary of sorts uh, a birthday yes for uh the captain Derek jeter that's why i'm wearing my yankee jersey today now you say the captain around here and you think steve eiserman correct you say the captain anywhere else <laughs> it's, it's Derek, Derek jeter. jeter 49 years old talk about a life that is uh, 49 i remember when he was a rookie and now he's a 49-year-old man who had made his debut on Fox mm. on uh, Saturday from yeah. London. Uh, the Cubs and the Cardinals, they did a great show. We'll have a piece of video for you from that. Big Poppy surprised them with a little birthday gift. Great stuff, guys. But I want to talk a little Lions football when we come back. George Kittle commenting on uh, the Lions' new tight end. Draft pick Sam Laporta will get that for you. The Lions trade is complete. With the, uh, with the Los Angeles Rams, we'll show you uh, how that one broke out in its entirety. And is it the, one of the greatest trades of all time for both teams? Mm. We'll ask that question. Something also happened in the USFL this weekend that the NFL needs to adopt immediately. Absolutely. We'll get to all of that next. But first, a message from Big Boy. Yes, sir. It's Strawberry Fest at Big Boy. Get on down there before those strawberries run out. It's that time of the year. Start your breakfast off with some strawberry hotcakes or the mouth-watering red velvet waffle. And if you're not in the mood for breakfast, how about trying the uh, the uh, the rack, the snap rack, uh, the snack wrap. That's right, the strawberry chicken snack wrap. And, of course, the summer splash salad. And those desserts are mouth-watering, to say the least. The mouth-watering uh, cherry pie, the strawberry pie, my bad. The strawberry pie. And, of course, you can get a big boy there as well, only at your local big boy. I love Woodward Sports. Love wearing clothes. Then you should be wearing Woodward Sports clothes. Check out our full line of merch at woodwardsports.com. Just click on shop. We have all your favorite designs, like Dan Campbell kneecaps, Woodward Golf, and of course, our own logoed out merchandise. Men, women, infants, kids, all love Woodward Sports. Impress your friends, impress your boss, impress your dog. Buy Woodward Sports merch today. Introducing the Planet Fitness Guide to getting that post-workout glow. Step one, what's your why? More epic energy, better sleep, blow off steam? Step two, join Planet Fitness for just $10 a month and get moving in our clean and spacious clubs. Step three, bask in that post-workout glow. Join Planet Fitness today for just $10 a month. Join today at any of the 50 plus Detroit area locations. Make sure it's seen and heard. Corner, jumper, 
tweet us, hop on the YouTube chat, slide in the DMS at Woodward Sports on all social media. Laporte is going to be fantastic. I mean, I, I think Laporte is the best tight end in the draft class. I think Lions got his complete steal. I like the other tight ends too. But like I spent two weeks training with Sam Laporta and like the way he moves. He's got the dog. Oh yeah, he's got the dog. He's kind of quirky. He's kind of go- like goofy too. Like he's he's going to fit in well. Now I'm not sure what we were expecting him to say. That was uh, San Francisco. 49ers all-pro tight end George Kittle, also from Iowa, talking about Iowa tight end, now Lions tight end Sam Laporta. But a lot of people from the early returns do believe, and we talked to uh, Ari Mayrob about this. We've talked to Michael Hara about this. You know, when you lose Jamison Williams for the first six games of the year, and we talked about Tom Mazaway, how the wide receiver position is probably the most thin group Correct. unit on the Detroit Lions they don't see it that way no uh, because they're adding Laporta yeah. in as kind of a guy that can fill that area fill that need yeah he's that's not a blocking tight end he is a receiving tight end that's going to move all over the field and you heard Mike O'Hara a couple of weeks ago or last week saying the guys on the field he moves like butter he is as smooth as butter so he gets around catches the ball he's just not going to sit there and block for you. He's not a Brock Wright. Brock Wright did beat the Jets on that touchdown. You're going to expect a lot more of that out of Sam Laporta. And he was the first tight end. Uh, what, was he the first or the second tight end? First, first tight end taken. Michael Mayer was next. Yep, Michael Mayer came right on after him. So they're always going to be compared against each other. So we'll see how it rolls going forward. But that kind of makes me feel a little bit better that we're a little shy on the uh, fast wide receivers when you have a tight end that can move as well as Sam Laporta is reportedly going to move. So I'm looking forward to it. You know, I am looking forward to it as well. And and how many times, look, we talked about the draft January, February, March, April for four months, nearly 120 days of draft talk. And what was the one position most every time we said we did not want the Lions to take? Wide out. No, tight end. Oh, yeah, tight end because of all of our past failures. Right. But wide receiver was another one. Wide receiver was another one. That was before Jamison Williams yeah, was suspended. Right, before he was suspended. And, and, and I'm not sure anybody really fully expected them to take a wide receiver. But when Michael Mayer started being pegged to the Lions yeah. with that second first-round pick with pick number 18, I think a lot of us were like, no, thank you. Yeah. The Lions had three tight ends last year that collectively worked well. Absolutely more than worked well. Uh, so much production from the position, not one player, but so much production from the entire position group last year once they uh, traded away. Hawkinson. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, TJ Hawkinson uh, to Minnesota. They traded him away, and you're like, if you're going to trade away a, a player like that, it kind of means you, A, don't want to pay that position, but B, your offense doesn't require you to have that one elite receiving threat tight end. So right. why are you going to burn a first-round pick on that? And as we get going now, once they do pick the player and you hear how great he looks, how great he can be, uh, all the accolades that is coming mm-hmm. his way now and in combination 
with Jameson Williams going out the first six games of the season, you can't imagine uh, not taking this guy because uh, he's he going he's to help, and he's going to help in a big way. They loved him, and they kind of moved around their draft picks, as you see. And we're going to go over the Matthew Stafford trade. You're going to see all the players, obviously, that they got in that trade. Okay, moving draft picks. They moved around. They moved the first round. They moved in the second round. They moved in the third round. So they got him right at the right spot. He's not a first-round pick. They got him right where he's supposed to be. Can I read for you what uh, CBS Sports has written about the top five rookie tight ends? And yeah. by the way, it does have uh, Sam Laporta as the number one ranked tight end in this class. Uh, number two, by the way, Dalton Kincaid, who went to the Bills. And number three, Michael Mayer, uh, who went to the Raiders. And it was Mayer who was pegged as the first tight end taken prior to all of uh, the actual draft. It was Mayer that went uh, as the second tight end in this draft, I believe. Well, the third, after Kincaid. Kincaid was the first-round pick to Buffalo. Okay, then that's the one we missed. So here's what it says about Sam Laporta. The Dan Campbell-led Lions love running the ball and playing old-school hard-nosed football, don't they? Well, not really. Jared Goff attempted the sixth most passes during the regular season in 2022. David Montgomery and especially Jameer Gibbs in the backfield lend credence to the idea that the Lions may be more reliant on the run game in 2023. Burgeoning star offensive coordinator Ben Johnson isn't suddenly going to morph into your grandpa's play caller. The ball will be in the air often with golf this season and I'm on Ross St. Brown will garner most of the targets former first round pick Jamison Williams will get to speed up after his six game suspension beyond that the line's depth continues uh, Marvin Jones on the reunion tour Josh Reynolds is there as well in other words it's a great opportunity for Laporta in year one to show off his thick dynamic dynamic athleticism and George Kittleian attributes after the wow. catch. That would be really great. Don't we forget Khalif Raymond is in that in that group too. He's caught some big yeah. catches last year as well. He'll be a big part of that offense as well. Absolutely. I wanted to show this to you as well, revisiting the Stafford golf trade. This from the 33rd team. And uh, I, I found this to be uh, as much of a win-win as you can possibly get in any trade. I and didn't realize how many players actually shook out of this thing. Well, it, it, essentially, the Detroit Lions uh, sent Matthew Stafford to Los Angeles and got back Jared Goff, Ifitu Melifanu, Jamison Williams, Josh Paschal, Jameer Gibbs, Sam Laporta, and Broderick Martin, the third-round pick this year. And they got all of those players, not specifically from L.A., but from a pick that L.A. Correct. Like, for instance, the, the Lions got L.A.'s pick number six this year. They traded that for two picks right. this year. So um, they got so many players because they used some of the picks to trade up and get Jamison Williams, trade back and get Jameer Gibbs. Uh, there was a lot of movement. This might go down as the best trade in Detroit Lions history. I got to agree with you. Uh, it, it's, even though Matthew Stafford went to L.A. and did what he was supposed to do, win a Super Bowl, that's what we were hoping for him to do here. We just didn't put the pieces together for him. He had a great coaching staff there, and he had some luck as well. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers almost shortchanged him uh, on his way. 
to that Super Bowl. At home, by the way, at SoFi Stadium. I mean, everything went perfectly for the Rams. But I'll, I'll point this out to you. As much as, as good as the Lions look now from that trade going forward, and they are now a player in the NFL, no question about it. They have great management. They have a great coaching staff. And I think they are ready to start percolating and becoming a real winner year in and year out. But if you asked me to do that trade again, if I was the Rams, I would do it in a, in a, in a second if I could win that Super Bowl. I mean, to win a Super Bowl is it, right, guys? There's no to dip. make a Super Bowl would be great. And the Lions are one of the few teams that have not made a Super Bowl yet. There's no doubt about it. And certainly the best trade in the uh, Super Bowl era. I think if you go ahead and look at the best trade of all time in Lions history, so many people would point to acquiring Bobby Lane uh, <laughs> from the Steelers. Bobby Lane from the New York Bulldogs slash Yanks <laughs> for wide receiver Bob Mann. That was obviously um, the last link to a championship. Yep. Uh, that you have had in Detroit for the Lions. But nonetheless, in the Super Bowl era, this absolutely is the best trade the Lions have ever made. And and again, I think if, if you're the Detroit Lions, you would do this trade all over again. And if you're the L.A. Rams, you would do this trade all over again because you won a Super Bowl. Yep. And you didn't win a Super Bowl uh, two years after the trade. You won the Super Bowl when you expected to win that Super Bowl. Yes. The very first year of the Matthew Stafford Everything went trade. right for them. Everything went right for them. I mean, literally, Tampa Bay almost knocked them off on their way back to home in L.A. to play that Super Bowl. But they got it done, and that's all that matters when it comes down to it. And, and it's curious, too, because if, if you look at the – LA Rams this year I think they could be a team that a lot of people are sleeping on and I'm not sure uh, I'm not going to say they're they're going to go ahead and win the NFC West or uh, compete with Seattle and San Francisco but I do think a lot of uh, teams are sleeping on them a lot of fans a lot of NFL fans are sleeping on them because of the 5 and 12 year that they had uh, last year in 2022 and um, there's going to be some turnover in terms of playoff teams. There are every year there's playoff teams one year playoffs. and you've got, I don't want to say a whole new crop of playoff teams, but you've got a number of new playoff teams each and every year. Could the Rams be one of those teams that surprise everybody and get back into this thing? Because Matthew Stafford is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFC. Yes. If you go through the the, the as long quarter, as he stays healthy. If you go through the quarterbacks in the NFC, tell me where you think Matthew Stafford is, and he's top five, top six guy. I agree, hundred percent. May, maybe even a top three or four guy. Hey, when, when I was, it comes down to it. Well, you're saying now it's it's the NFL's parody, so all these playoff teams are interchangeable. Back in my day, it was always let's say. The Dallas Cowboys or the Redskins in the East. Mm -hmm. uh, in the Central, it was the Vikings. And out West, it was the Rams. And on the other side, it was the Dolphins. It was uh, the Steelers. And it was either the Raiders or the Broncos. Those teams were interchangeable every year. Year in and year out, you'd have a wild card team, maybe sneak in. But nowadays, 
anything goes in any of these divisions, and we'll go over that. We got some good stats to back yeah, it up. I, I want I want to do this now that we're talking about uh, yeah. Matthew Stafford in the Rams. We're gonna take a break. When we come back, I want to see which teams you believe uh, were not in the playoffs last year that you believe will be in the playoffs this year. And I want you to tell me, uh, so I've got a stat about uh, divisions in the NFL. And um, it was pretty mind-blowing, I think. And uh, we'll get that to you next. But first, a message from Fairway Packing Company. I was at Fairway Packing Company over the week. You know the, the, you ever have a ribeye steak and you know the cap of the ribeye, the outer side? Oh, yeah. So... Uh, that is what I eat first on a ribeye. It's tasty. At Fairway, they sell the entire cap. Oh, man. And I picked that up, uh, grilled it, sliced it up for everybody to try. It was like dessert. It was incredible. For over 60 years, Fairway Packing Company has been providing uh, Michigan's finest restaurants, hotels, casinos with prime beef, Wagyu beef, and dry-aged beef. You can experience the Fairway difference yourself. Visit the steak shop in Gross Point Woods for grab-and-go steaks. You can uh, visit them online as well. If you can't make it into the shop, they ship anywhere next day fairwaypacking.com fairwaypacking.com source cut age packed to perfection we are the network for detroit by detroiters welcome to the woodward sports network every day we rise challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in at u.s border patrol protecting our borders is more than a job it's a calling Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. By now you know me, Christina Gennari, as the obvious choice in real estate. And you know my website, soldchristina.com, as your number one resource for buying or selling your home. Myself, along with my amazing staff, pride ourselves on making your home buying and selling experience a relaxing and easy one. Come see why we are the obvious choice. Christina Gennari at soldchristina.com, the obvious choice in real estate. We don't like to brag that we are the toughest sports network in Detroit, but we do have a guy named Darren McCarty on our side. Woodward Sports. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, Woodward Sports on YouTube. Hit that like button as well. Let's see if we can get to, where are we? Let me pull it up. Let's see if we can get to over uh, 75 likes this segment. How about that? Let's get, to over, fair. let's get to over 75 likes by the end of this segment. That'd be real swell. Uh, go to woodwardsports.com for all the latest news, articles, updates, show clips, and merch. This is one of my uh, shirts that I wear uh, weekly here. WoodwardSports.com. I got to show everyone my Father's Day gift from the girls. I love that, by Look the way. Look at this thing. 
It's my Lions Kool-Aid. <laughs> Honolulu Blue, real favorite, good source of winning. Add playoffs, makes one Super Bowl win. Uh, net weight, 11 and a half wins. I just, playoff bound. I mean, this is, I just love this. So. That's so cool, though, Mass. Isn't that like nice? That. Yeah. I dig it. And that's like a water bottle. Yeah, and it keeps it, it keeps it really ice cold, too. Ice cold. The ice stays in here for a couple of days, at least. Really? Yeah. My goodness. Yes, sir. How about that? Because we're talking about the Rams and the the Lions trade with uh, Matthew Stafford, Jared Goff. Uh, we, we put up the graphic for you, all the players that the Lions got. And, and I think it's a win-win trade. And um, even for the Rams, obviously, they won the Super Bowl. And they're not done yet either. I, I think for anybody to count the Rams out of anything this year, um, I think Matthew Stafford is a better quarterback than Geno Smith. You know, everybody's talking about Geno Smith and the Seattle Seahawks this year, and so am I. I think they're a really good team. They've got a running game. They've got a defense. They've got a head coach. they got a lot better wide receivers and a lot better Abs- running backs. Absolutely. There's no question about that. But um, I think that the Rams are, are not going to be a 5-12 and 12 team this year. No, I, I don't think, think they I, will I think either. they're going to be a, a force. They're going to be in contention for the playoffs. Okay, that's fair enough. Tough and, division. Tough division. And each year, there are new teams in the playoffs, and there are teams that made the playoffs that kind of fall flat on their head. So um, without the benefit of a graphic made for you, I'm just getting, just look at the NFC alone, AFC, okay? NFC first. NFC alone. Yep. Last year's playoff teams, Philadelphia, Minnesota, Tampa Bay, San Francisco. Those were the division winners. Then you go Dallas, New York, and Seattle. Those were the wild cards. Right. Um, if I had to tell you right now, give me two teams that are not going to make that playoff. Out of that bunch. Out of that bunch. What would you say? First thing that comes to mind Tampa to me is Bay. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Tampa but, Bay is not going to win that division But this someone year. else will. New Orleans. So I would swap out Tampa Bay for New Orleans. I'm with you there. And then one of – at least one of the wild card teams – are not going to make. By the way, I'll give you another one. Detroit's going to win the division and not Minnesota. So that's another one. But will Minnesota compete for a wild card? So Dallas, New York, and Seattle were the wild card teams. Which one or two teams there, Dallas, New York, and Seattle, are not making the playoffs this year? Because all three of those teams will not make the playoffs. I would have to say the Giants out of that group. I still think Seattle is only getting better. They're supposed to be in a rebuild, but they're getting better. And the Cowboys are going to be right there with the big boys. So I'd have to eliminate my hometown Giants. Okay, so if the Giants are not in, you are going to have a playoff team from Washington, mm-hmm. Green Bay, Minnesota, Chicago. Nah. The Rams, the Cardinals. No. Falcons, Panthers, or Bucks. I think maybe the Panthers can can step you up a little bit. You think the Panthers bit. over the Rams and the Vikings? I do. I, well, so no, let, let, no, no, let's, no. I'll get, no, I'll stick with the Vikings. Okay. Although, like we've said and we've we've went over this, they've lost seven starters from that team. But I just don't think a 13-win team is going to win less than nine games the following year. I just don't see it. Okay. So so that's fair. So if we go one team, we go Giants out. And Vikings in. Vikings in. So I would go Vikings out 
Rams in. Really? Yes. So you think three teams from the West are going to get in? Interesting you say that. Because for the last three years, this uh, and this has not happened for three years in a row. Consecutive, s- right. Consecutive years in a row. Since the NFL went to eight divisions, this is the first time that there have been three teams in one division that made the playoffs for three straight years. It's happened before. Mm-hmm. It's happened about six or seven times over the years, but never happened three years in a row. Yep. So in 2020, and I, of course, my... Um, I left my list in the back. In 2020, um, the AFC North. In 2020, it was the AFC North. If you look at page two at the bottom. Did you you write it down for me? Oh, thank you so much. Um, So in 2020, it was the AFC North that made the playoffs. Three AFC North teams made the playoffs. Baltimore, Pittsburgh, and Cleveland. In 2021... Uh, three teams in the NFC West made the playoffs. It was San Francisco, Arizona, and the Rams. And then in 2022, the NFC East, three teams made the playoffs. Philadelphia, Dallas, and New York. So if history is any indicator, Tom Mazaway, yep, there will be a division in 2023 that has three teams make the playoffs once again and i am going to go with the nfc west Hmm. as that division in 2023 that has three teams make the playoffs san francisco seattle and the rams i just don't see a division in football right now anyway i do there's going to be at least two divisions if you like the west and the nfc okay the afc east okay the Jets, the Dolphins, and uh, the, the Buffalo Bills. Bills. Okay, they got those three teams have to make the playoffs. Those are three of the best teams in football. Yes, I said the Jets. I'm putting Aaron Rodgers in the charge. If Aaron Rodgers got anything left in the tank, and I think he does, he gets that team to the playoffs. So the AFC East to me is the best division in football, hands down. The Patriots are even not that bad. They could win nine games. Okay, so if the Jets are in. That means the Chargers or Ravens are out. Wow. If I had to pick between those two teams, I would have to pick the Chargers as being out. Okay, so that means... You don't like the coach anyway, Brandon I Staley. Don't, I don't like the coach. I think he's going to get fired. They are a pretty damn good team. So <laughs> what we did with the NFC, we'll do with the AFC. Okay. If you're telling me that. So last year, Buffalo, Cincinnati, Jacksonville, Kansas City won the divisions. The wild cards, Miami, Baltimore, and the Chargers. So if you're telling me mm-hmm. that there's only one of those teams that is not going to make the playoffs, it'd be the Chargers. Correct. And you would swap in the Jets for Absolutely. That. So one of these teams will not make the all of these that would mean all of these teams will not make the playoffs then. Under your scenario, ready? Patriots out, Pittsburgh out, Cleveland out, Tennessee, Indianapolis, Houston out, 
the Chargers, Raiders, and Broncos out. I like it. You're fine with that. I like it a lot. Okay. I love the AFC pick. I, what what kind of odds do you think you can get on that if you go Buffalo, Miami, New York Jets, Cincy, Baltimore, Jacksonville, and Kansas City? If you just called all playoff teams right now. Yeah. What do you think I, you can get on that? I don't know. I don't know. The guy that got that picked the three champions last year for Circa, what did he get? How much did he win at Circa? A million bucks. Oh, no, he won Circa, seventy grand. Seventy right? grand. So what's that? What's that odds? He had a hundred dollars. That's plus seven hundred. Mm-hmm. So if he got plus seven hundred to pick three champions, just to pick seven playoff teams in one league, what would you get on that? I think you might you might get plus a thousand. You might get it. Yeah. You might get it. So Especially in the AFC. We should do this tomorrow where I'm going to give you my playoff teams in the AFC and NFC. You do the same. Okay. It, it, it might be a little bit easier to see if we have a graphic. Yeah. But I'm going to give you my playoff teams right now in the NFC. You ready? NFC. Let me go to my NFC. My four division winners. Detroit, Dallas, New Orleans, San Francisco. My wildcard teams. Seattle, Philadelphia and the Rams. In the NFC, or excuse me, in the AFC, boy, it's so hard to go again. This is just chalk. I mean, it's chalk. Buffalo, Miami, or excuse me, Buffalo, Cincinnati, Jacksonville, Kansas City. Yes. And then Miami, the Jets, and Baltimore. It's chalk. But you kind of like never chalk. You kind of like the Browns as an outsider. I like the Browns and the Broncos to contend. And we threw the Chargers out, or and, I did. And I would even go, I think the team that is in really serious trouble is the Miami Dolphins. And I say that because of the health of the quarterback. I am so unsure if that quarterback, Tua Tungavailo, will be able to withstand an entire season but of they, football. But they batten down the hatches. They got uh, Mike White from the Jets. He sucks. No, he doesn't. What do you got, J.B.? I was just going to ask, Ryan, if you did want to put $10 down on all those division winners right now, you could easily win three grand. Really? Yes. Is that what is that what it is? So yes. that's plus three. Wow. Is that three, plus 300? No, 300. it's more than that. It's 300 to one. 300 to one yeah. for 10 bucks. Yep. Yes, so it is plus uh, 3,500. Oh. There you go. Plus 3,500. Plus 3,500. So 35 to so one. So 350 to To pick one. seven winners. Seven winners. Oh, wow. That's actually... It's actually not that great. You know why? Because it's chalk. It's you chalk. said it yourself. Yeah. If you can get the four division winners, which is pretty simple, mm. quote unquote simple, you all you got to do is pick three wild card yeah. teams out of the rest of them. Right. That's pretty hard to do. The NFL is see that that's why the NFL is the greatest sport, the greatest league, it's the greatest show in sports. Because we sit here and we think we have all the answers. If I told you last year, and I did, by the way, <laughs> that Green Bay was a seven-win football team. I would have laughed at you. And, laughed I, and I did. And you did. And it turned out they were... You were right there. I was Eight right wins. There. Eight wins. If I would have told you last year that, that the Rams were done, you would have laughed at me. But after a Super Bowl, a 5-12 and 12 season, you would have laughed. That's why this league is so great. 
If I would have they told- lost opening week, remember? Against I do the Bills. Remember. I do remember. If I would have told you last year that the Philadelphia Eagles behind Jalen Hurts 12 months ago, think about this. Just 12 months ago, we were sitting here, every sports station in the country, every ESPN, FS1 show was talking about how bad Jalen Hurts was as a quarterback and how he is not the long-term guy. He, the, Jalen Hurts is not a long-term guy. Who's going to be the starting quarterback of the future for the Philadelphia Eagles? All he did was go 14-3, and three, lead his team to a Super Bowl, and got a $50 million contract after that. That was 12 months ago. And would have been an MVP had he not missed some games with injuries. So what I'm trying to tell you is each year – it's a new season. We think we know. I mean, I'm not sold at the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, I am sold on it. But are they up for a little bit of a letdown here? I mean, potentially, possibly. Is there any chance of a letdown? Of course. Of course there is. They're a Super Bowl champion. That happens a Super Bowl champion. And I'm not talking about, oh, well, if, they, if, if Mahomes gets hurt. I'm just talking about any chance. I mean... 14 and 2, 12 and 5. Who's backing Mahomes up three. these days? I don't know who their their quarterback is. JB will look it up. But they I mean they've won this friggin' division since jeez, when's the last time they didn't win the division? I'm on 27. Was it 2015? They own the West. Wow. Wow, they they is it 2015? You got it, Parker? 2015 is the last time the Kansas City Chiefs did not win the division. Jeez. And they made the playoffs that year. They were 11-5. and five. That is an incredible run. No doubt about it. What man. do you got, Parker? I think this season for the Chiefs, since we're on that topic, I think the start of the season against the Lions, if they go out and lose pretty badly, I think that's going to be a pretty big uh, bumper sticker on how well that season's going to go. No doubt. I do. It's uh, like uh, you ever see the movie Major League? They can say, they say you can tell a lot about a season by the first batter of the season. <laughs> and the Willie Mays Hayes gets a hit, then he gets picked off. Yes. <laughs> what a great scene in that movie. What a great movie. What a great scene. There's no bad scenes in no that doubt. movie. Uh, guys, we got Lynn Henning coming up top of the hour. But next, something happened in the USFL game over the weekend that the NFL should absolutely adopt this year. And I'm not sure why it's not adopted already. Uh, but first, a message from Dispo. Yes, Dispo. Join us and the Dispo family live at their Romeo location on June 30th, that's this Friday, for all four shows from 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. Brace yourself for an unforgettable journey at the pinnacle of cannabis excellence. Located at 100 Schaefer Drive in Romeo, Michigan, we will see you there this Friday, June 30th, for our all-day live event at Dispo Dispensary, your local cannabis plug the only sports network in detroit that starts with a w you know because we win detroit's winning sports network how would you like to win not one but two vehicles of your choice one for you and one for your wife your girlfriend or your best bud get to lady james today for an award-winning haircut and automatically enter for your chance to win courtesy of les stanford buick gmc of ferndale lady james open seven days a week walk in anytime it's wicked awesome 
we aren't quite sure if they consume more beer or sports. Either way, the heavyweights are here. Live on Woodward Sports, daily 5 to 7 p.m. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tom Asterway, you've got some breaking news over there, don't you? I do. JB, thanks for alerting us to this. There will be a Hard Knocks team, and it will not be the Detroit Lions. It will be... The New York Jets. Has to be. They cannot turn it down. They did not want to do it. They spoke about it and said, we really don't want to do it. Guess what? The NFL is saying, too bad for you. And that's Mike what Florio, the contract is. Right, talk. right? That, that's what the contract is. I mean, I think, and, and to HBO's credit, and I, seriously, to HBO's credit, they went around. They asked the Lions to do it again. Yeah. They really tried to honor the New York Jets and all of these other teams, New Orleans and Chicago. Yeah. I think there was one more in there. They're just Those other stories were not interesting. Nobody cares about the Chicago Bears. Nobody cares about the New Orleans Saints unless you somehow can bring John Gruden in maybe to spice it up a little bit. Right. Potentially. Right. Um, but that's just not going to happen. And um, there are different variations, uh, different levels of, um, you know, you can't have a first-year coach. You can't make the playoffs the year before, this, that, and the other thing. Right. It was perfect for the Jets. The Jets are going to be – Different benchmarks. They're going to be – it probably will be the highest-rated hard knocks in the history of that show. Obviously, the New York audience is going to help it. But who don't want to watch that? Uh, every football mm-hmm. fan, I think, wants to see what Aaron Rodgers – and Robert Sala and these Jets are going to be doing. Maybe you'll get to see Zach Wilson's mom. Who the hell knows? Maybe you'll get to see her friends uh, even better. We'll see how that shakes out. Really, intri- I can't wait. Really intriguing, though, that this late in the season, you kind of make this determination. And just for the production value of it, to get in there and get all your cameras in and, and set up inside the facility, I'm sure, uh, what, what are you, a month away from training camp? Yeah. You know, to to be this late in the game, and I, I think they'll be fine. Yeah, HBO be fine. will be fine. I think maybe the New York Jets, uh, not so. They much. They kind of probably knew. I got a hunch that they kind of knew. That's why I think Robert Sala. Remember, he gave them the mini camp off. Mm-hmm. He said, "Forget mini camp. We'll see you for camp. We got to get started early, uh, and they'll go from there." Now, I think they kind of knew that they were going to get this gig. Men, knock on wood, if you're with me, peaceful Tim. 
uh, peaceful tips and knock on wood if you're with me. Uh, John Gruden, that, that was yep. his famous. That's uh, right. Not famous, but that's what he says to his team yep. in the meeting room. Good call. So pretty good, good stuff. Uh, Braylon Edwards out today. He'll be back tomorrow. Uh, Tom Masway up on the desk. JB and Parker uh, are with us. Guys, I want to talk to you about this. Uh, the USFL. I agree. Yes. And I texted you this right away. I agree. So uh, I was watching the Michigan Panthers USFL playoff game the other night. And what happened was late in the game, about two minutes to go in the game, Michigan was down three points. They score a touchdown late in the fourth. But on the touchdown, there was a penalty. It was a face mask penalty. So the touchdown gets taken away. But in the USFL, you can review that penalty. It was clearly not a face mask penalty. Guy had his jersey up over here. Yep. And it looked like it gave the illusion that it was the face mask. It was not. As Way Braylon out today, be back tomorrow. Uh, JB and Parker are with us as well. Hey, happy 49th birthday to my guy, the captain, Derek Cheater. Just look at those numbers, man. How could anyone have anything bad to say about this guy? All the years he played in New York, all the years that he stayed clean. Not one bad thing against him. The New York Post, the New York Daily News, Newsday, none of them could get him. They all tried to get him, and he came up and he said, sorry, man, I'm clean as they come. I want to show you over the weekend, uh, he made his debut with Fox on the National Game of the Week. They were in London for the Cardinals and the Cubs. By the way, they did a great job on that London field. Uh, the stadium was packed. It was loud. They did a great job. And at the end, Jeter's on there with the, with the panel. You got Kevin Burkhart. Uh, you got uh, Big Poppy, Alex Rodriguez, and now Derek Jeter. And they wanted to give him a little birthday present. This is how it went. But I, you know what? I got a gift for you. Oh, okay. You went shopping? From all of us, you know. Open it up, Cap. Come on. Oh, so nice. Oh, so touching. Nice. nice. Great teammate. Oh. <laughs> oh. Turn it around, around, man. Turn it around. Turn around. Oh. <laughs> Come on, man. A Derek Jeter Red Sox jersey. It's, it's been a great time spending with you guys here. I, you won't see me anymore. Well, it's my last day at Well, it's been, it's been a good 24 hours. <laughs> So Derek Jeter was gifted a personalized Boston Red Sox uh, jersey, and he did what any Yankee or uh, red-blooded American would do, was take that jersey and chuck it off the set. That's so good, Tom Asway. Right. And, uh, and, and I know that's why you're wearing your Yankees yes. uh, jersey today. Hey, let's talk some baseball. Let's bring him in. Longtime Detroit News columnist, uh, author as well, on Twitter, at Lynn underscore Henning. The great Lynn Henning is with us. How you doing, Lynn? Mr. H. Hello, Ryan. Maz, I uh, hope you guys are doing well here as we plunge into uh, summer and as I try to steady this uh, <laughs> device here buddy I, I don't know if this is working i usually do You're this good. off my uh, okay good you're fine, Mr. You, H. You look good, Lynn. Hey, let me let me Mr. ask Rage, you. Mr. H, I'll tell you if you want to turn the phone sideways, we can get the full view. Yeah, now that upside down works, doesn't it? 
Ah, just leave it the way it is. You're good. You're good. You're good no. the way we got you. Hey, Lennon, let me ask you. We we're just playing. You know, Derek Jeter, 49 years old today. Had Matt, you know, had some fun on the broadcast. Do you have any uh, interactions? Have you had any interactions with Derek Jeter that you remember or anything like that? Any any Derek Jeter stories? Not not a lot of stories except just good experiences with him. He was always a gentleman. He just always uh, seemed to always be receptive to conversation, always civil. Uh, I, I never saw him have a bad mood or pout or anything like that. I wasn't around as much as the New York guys who probably were privy to moments like that. But any time I worked with him, he was fabulous. I wanted to ask you about this before we got to the Tigers. The last thing on the Yankees, do they have a chance at all without Aaron Judge? No. To be honest, I don't think so word. either. No, but geez, man, you you East Coast guys, you, even when you're in Detroit, you want to talk Yankees. <laughs> <laughs> I I just brought it up because it was the captain's birthday, but we're here for Tiger Talk for sure, and uh, we're ahead. a little little disappointed over the weekend. They had a chance to really gain some ground on Minnesota, and they kind of gave a couple of these games away yesterday. Especially was damaging. Nick Maton did not have his best day. I feel terrible for the guy. And he was sent down to, to Toledo after that. To uh, What's your take on, on, on the way they're playing right now and how they could stay in this race five and a half back right now? Oh, they could have stayed in it uh, mathematically if they'd had Riley Green. And mathematically might do it this year, uh, but I don't think so, guys. I think they had to get realistic all the way and say we're not a playoff team, therefore we're sellers at the deadline because they have to think in terms of the long route here. They, they really have to play for a team that's going to be competitive over the long haul and not a team that's going to, by quirk of fate, slide into the playoff picture, which is really what they've done, again, technically speaking, but they're not close to a playoff team. Even with Riley Green, what they are is a team that's beginning to coalesce some pieces and uh, all the more reason why they should have been open to dealing and still must be open to dealing here at the halfway mark uh, really Maz and, and Ryan that's the only way they can can really look at this the only way that a new guy like Scott Harris can really do the job he was uh, really hired to do is by playing as I said a, a long-term game here where they can be competitive over sustained years that's going to require more personnel than they presently have you talk about those pieces lynn uh obviously you know riley green you know uh, looks like one of those pieces uh we were talking to jim leland last week he believes spencer torkelson is going to be a star in this league um who else who else can you look at on this current roster and say yeah when the tigers i'm not talking about arms any position players who else can you point to and say, yeah, that, that guy will be on the team contributing in, in a big way when when this team competes for a division championship, uh, heaven forbid, a World Series? Tough for this. Parker Meadows and Colt Keith are two guys that are going to be in the mix. Uh, definitely. Uh, Colt Keith got uh, promoted today from, from uh, Erie to, uh, to Toledo. Uh, he is going to be at the doorstep. Uh, same with Parker Meadows, who really is now. So you've got him, you've got Green, you've got Torkelson, who will in fact hit. 
but they need more pieces, guys, and that's why I've said all along they were going to have to be sellers uh, at this particular point of the season. Uh, they've, they've got some people down below yet who are also emerging. I mean, I think Isaac Pacheco in another year is going to be there. Jace Young at West Michigan is going to be a first-round bat, uh, but he's not ready yet. And, um, and so <laughs> that's why I said, fellas, for them to try and play playoff baseball, this, this idea that we're in it this year is foolhardy. Right. Uh, because it's just simply not taking a detached perspective and understanding how many pieces you're, they're yet lacking in making a primetime contender. When they get those pieces and they're getting close to that, they're going to have a pretty good team next year. Yeah, they really are. Um, they'll have a trade or two, and there's going to be some free agent ads. And they're going to come out of this thing next season with a pretty good team. But they're not there yet. And that's why I think, again, if you trade Alex Lang, if you trade uh, Eduardo Rodriguez, if he gets back, you're not going to get great freight for those guys. But any deals that you can make uh, right now, Scott Harris needs to make, uh, because this 2024 team is going to come out of spring training with at least a chance to be more legit and more valid as a contender than in this group. Hey, Lynn, you mentioned Colt Keith. He did get moved up. Do you feel that was the appropriate move? Does that feel like wasted at-bats at AAA? Why not just bring him bring him up to the big leagues and see what he's got? Uh, for two reasons, Ryan. He still has stuff to learn as a hitter. The kid's only 21, and uh, he's got uh, some work to do, particularly with finesse. It's going to be, of course, a steady diet of what he'll see up at the big leagues, and he needs to see that at AAA. Triple-A pitching really is uh, sort of a final dress rehearsal because you're going to see more veteran pitchers and you're going to see more of the kind of stuff that you're going to be vulnerable to at the big league level. Most of those guys have pitched in the big league. So it's, it's really an, an important final stage. Uh, the other reason with, for Colt, uh, Keith to stay at Toledo, guys, is be, or because <laughs> we're getting ahead of ourselves. The only the other reason for Colt Keith not to come to Detroit yet, Ryan, is that he doesn't have a position. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing they're working on him with now most primarily is, is to try to get him to a point where he can be sharp enough in the infield preferably, at third base or second base. He's got a long way to go to prove he can play there. Uh, if he can, uh, then they've got a weapon, an infield weapon that they desperately need. Uh, if not, then he's got to move to a crowded outfield and that's where things get a little more problematic. But I think right now, uh, that's why uh, there's no point in bringing a kid that young up to the big leagues because he just isn't ready yet, even though he's having a terrific double A. Lynn Henning joins us, former Detroit News columnist, author, uh, Tigers expert, if you ask me. He's the guy I go to uh, for my Tigers stuff. I wanted to ask you about uh, Al Avila from a couple of weeks ago speaking uh, on that podcast and kind of grading himself and saying, look, I, I might have made some mistakes. Obviously, Paredes was a huge mistake, uh, as we can see now. Uh, a couple of others. What's your grade on him now that he's finished and he has spoken finally? Uh, D-minus at best. Um, I thought it was an impossible job when he came in. Uh, I thought whoever took that position uh, in August of 2015 was going to get creamed. And uh, he did. Uh, it was really a bad deal because of the age and the enormous payroll 
that was going to have to be gotten out of the picture and the fact they really had no farm. Well, that combination, I don't care what GM they would have hired, uh, was on death row. And Avila proved after seven years, six years, that he really wasn't up to that job. I thought a couple of years ago, like most people, that the long timeline was probably going to pay off and he was going to succeed. And then um, really it all came apart last year for reasons that part of which he really couldn't be blamed for, specifically injuries. And that's when you get into Maz and Ryan, you get into the Austin Meadows thing. I mean, he, this guy should have been a fine, fine left-handed bat for the Detroit Tigers. Yep. The Tampa Bay Rays did not realize he had um, emotional problems when they traded him to the Detroit Tigers. There's no question about this. It wasn't a setup. And the Tigers, remember all the second-guessing that night about Brady's, there was, there was really zilch. Uh, even though I had known when they got him in the trade and had been waiting and waiting and waiting for this guy to hit, frankly, the way he's hit since he's gone to Tampa Bay, uh, they were dispensing here with uh, a, a kid who could be a weapon. Well, he's become that. But in, in the absence of Austin Meadows and his uh, anxiety problems, uh, this is obviously a disastrous deal. But you can't blame Al Avila. What you can look to, guys is that had it not been for a foul ball in a grapefruit leg game at the end of spring camp, uh, that deal never would have been made because Riley's Green's foot wouldn't have fractured and they wouldn't yep. have needed to make it. I mean, this is how bad sure. luck can befall a bad franchise. And um, conversely, when things are going well, those are the kind of deals that work for you. I think Scott Harris will probably have his share of the latter. No question about that. How about uh, your take on Javi Baez, his ups, his downs, mostly his downs. Can they win with this guy going forward? Is there any way to, to move him? What's your take on him as a Tiger? It's, it's, a, it's a terrible ball and chain that the Tigers uh, took on there, and that is going to be on Alabila. It's also going to be on A.J. Hinch because Hinch signed off on that. Yeah. And they should have known what they were getting. Uh, but they got some money to spend, and they really were tickled to death to go shopping. Sure. And uh, and they got a little bit indiscriminate, and they should have understood that this could have blown up on them. And, of course, it has. There's no way to trade him. Uh, you're not going to be able to expect that he'll opt out of this contract. They no. owe him $100 million after this year. What the best scenario is for them, and probably the only practical scenario for them, and it's not a very happy one, is they'll hang on to him for two more seasons through 2025, then cut bait and eat the last two years of the contract. I think that's probably the script right now that you can count on. But that's two more years after this season that you're going to have to deal with the same stuff here. And that's not going to be pleasant. It's going to keep them from being the fullest possible contender they could be during that time. And what what, what happened of, to him? What, what happened to him? Well, it, 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 I think, Maz, it, it's just what he had exhibited. Uh, tremendous ability and then tremendous capacity to have a, an undisciplined uh, and, and extremely low-level performance gear. And that's what you see. You see. That's why you see the extremes. When he's good, he's really good. But most of the time, he's bad. Yeah. And most of the time, what you're going to live with with him. But they were counting on a, a great season from yesteryear 
sort of being the rule that uh, was going to apply, and they weren't looking at his later performances, which they probably should have been focusing on, then that deal wouldn't have been made. But they're living with a terrible, terrible burden there. And that's why I say all these people that want them to go out and spend money, money, money. Money's the ticket to compete. No, it's not. It can blow up on you so easily, and then it can really retard your progress as a contender. You have to be more discerning than they were with Javi Baez. And uh, even though everybody was pretty tickled about that at the point it was made, uh-uh, that's the kind of stuff that blows up on you, and it's why free agency is not an answer. It's the talent you're coalescing from your own system that has to be the fr framework and nucleus for your contender. And, Lynn, I, it, 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 I'm going right there right now with, with, the, uh, with the money because my next question to you was going to be, about Scott Harris and which kind of GM do you want to be? If you look at the New York Mets right now. Mess, you mean. The New York Mess, I should say. <laughs> the highest payroll in professional sports at $344 yeah. million. They are 15 games behind first place. 15 games back with a payroll like that. Meanwhile, the Tampa Bay Rays, who have a payroll of $76 million, which is 28th out of 30 teams in Major League Baseball, are a Major League best, 54-27. and 27. <laughs> th th That yeah. is so mind-blowing to me. And, and I guess I try to bring that a little closer to home. Which kind of GM do you believe... You know, we, we haven't even seen Scott Harris do a draft yet, really. Uh, what, what our, uh, last year he did, I think. But uh, the, the MLB draft is coming up next year. We all think they're going to be good. We hope the Tigers are going to be good. Which kind of GM do you think he, he wants to be? One that spends frivolously or one that goes out there and kind of uh, builds? Builds, yeah. Guys, let's look at the last Detroit Tigers World Championship team in 1984. How did they do that? Draft. It was Trammell. It was Whitaker. It was Parrish. It was Gibson. It was Petrie. It was Morris. It was the draft, right? Now, Darrell Evans also helped, but as a supplementary acquisition. That's how you use free agency. You don't build your core, your nucleus, your framework around free agents. You use them as appendages to a team that's already ready to win. And so Scott Harris knows this. He also knows the reason that the Tigers haven't won since 1984 is because they haven't drafted and because their Latin American international drafting has likewise been a mess. And that's the reason the Tigers have been where they've been it for, for 10 years. It's not about payroll. It's not about Al Avila's inability to make great steel trades. That stuff wasn't going to happen. But what was going to happen and what needed to happen and what hasn't happened for four decades is drafting. That's why the first move he made as GM in October was to fire his domestic scouting director and replace him with two guys, two very sharp guys, Rob Metzler and Mark Connor from Tampa Bay with Metzler and from uh, previously with the Padres, Mark Connor. He also put Metzler over the scouting in Latin America. And so he gets it. He hadn't even had his second cup of coffee when he made the move on scouting. And that's exactly what needed to happen. I'd been saying it for years. I've always thought the fan base has gotten it upside down. It's not dollar signs, it's drafting. 
and they have been abysmal at it on balance over these four decades, and that explains why you haven't had a World Championship or World Series Parade in Detroit since 1984 with the Tigers. Lynn Tigers picked third this time around. I, I don't know how. Do you follow the draft? I, I don't know anything does. about these guys. I mean, I like. I write wa- I'm wa- glad you're reading the news, right? Yeah. Come on now. Wyatt, about it every week since February. <laughs> Wyatt Langford pegged to go to them, a left fielder from Florida. Yeah. Yeah, I've been writing about I do a regular. Ryan, I'm going to get you a Detroit News uh, subscription. <laughs> we, we have them. I have a subscription. I just, I I, just missed the paper. I couldn't stop him before he got those words out of his mouth. <laughs> oh, jeez, man. I, I'm glad all this hard work I've been doing every Monday for four months has really been so visible. Come on, man. And <laughs> anyway, to get serious, I, I'm kidding. But no pictures, please. Yeah, there, there are three guys here. There's three guys in the big trinity, and that is Wyatt Langford, and yeah, I'm not sure that he's not going to go number one. There's Paul Skeens, the big six-six right-hander from LSU, and I know nobody wants pitchers. Nope. But you, you, you know, if you you don't want pitchers, then you didn't want Justin Verlander yeah, in 2002, second overall. He's there four. So so people have to keep cognizant of that. And then of course there's Dylan Cruz, the LSU outfielder, who's really got the best hit tool. But the difference between the three particularly Langford and in, 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 in with uh, Cruz, they're the outfielders, they're the bats the Tiger fans want. They're the bats that Scott Harris, I know, wants. But Paul Skeens could end up being, frankly, the Hall of Famer out of the three. And, and, and you don't say that lightly. But uh, you get a Paul Skeens about once every 15 years. I'm not sure Skeens is going to make it past Washington at number two. That has been, of course, the big question here for all analysts on the draft nationally is how is that going to shake out among the three the thinking forever was and has been up until maybe the past week because Skeens is is really taken off and also the fact that Langford is going to sign below slot if they take him at number one meaning the Pirates could sign him for less than they're offered or less than they're mandated to spend at number one and then use that extra money to entice, let's say, a high school kid from going to college and then get him in, in the subsequent pick. That's the kind of game that's played over these next three weeks, two weeks, I should say. And, uh, and, and yet the Tigers are going to be sitting there beautifully with, with any of those three. Or if they don't want to go the pitching route. I know fans are saying, no, 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 the guy will just get hurt. You know, look. Anytime you take absolute stances in a draft, you're asking for trouble. You better be open to an exception, and Skeens is an exception. If you don't, though, want to go that route, and I think you can cut your throat by not going that route, then they can take either of two prep kids who are exceedingly good hitters and athletes, uh, Walker Jenkins out of North Carolina or Max Clark out of Indiana. Now, these guys... There's no question these are the top five picks in the draft. But, but you're taking a gamble and a risk on a high school kid, too. Maybe he gets down there and shows you suddenly can't handle high heat. Well, now you've got to live with that, and, and the probability is never going to make it. So, I mean, this thing has no guarantees. And if you steer away from a talent as exceptional and as generational as Paul Skeens, you could be asking for big trouble. So I think uh, I would trust the Tiger scouts on this. They have sharp guys 
definitely at the top in Metzler and Connor. They're not going to screw this thing up. And so who they take at three, I think, is something that uh, the fan base can trust. And I think they're going to get a really, really exceptional player. The draft lottery, finally, for a Detroit team worked in Detroit's advantage. The Tigers should have been picking six or picking third. They need to take that bonus and run with it and then have a terrific draft. No doubt, man. Don't forget the Red Sox jumped them a couple of years ago for uh, out of the blue for well, like a World Series win to, to a pick in second. Yeah, they did. And, you know, everybody was screaming, of course, all along here about how the Tigers didn't take Marcelo Mayer yeah. and they took Jeff and Joe. But, it, it, Ryan, if you look at Detroit, <laughs> Detroit News, you'll see a nice piece on Jackson Joe. I love it. Spoke with <laughs> and I had think... a very fine conversation with him. I think look, and I and I am a subscriber to the Detroit News. Me too. I don't want to think I what what thing I'm not. The problem for me with all of these guys in college or high you school, don't know them. we don't see them. I, I don't even. I couldn't even pick Colt Keith out of a lineup. If you, <laughs> if you, I couldn't pick Parker Meadows out of a lineup. You know, it, it's not like. Uh, NFL or, or uh, NBA where they come right to the league. I mean, you hear these names, you hear them once, their name gets called, and then you see them six years later. Uh, it, it's it's hard to quantify yeah. how good they can it be. Is. So it, it's not something that I'm terribly uh, intrigued with because I know the payoff isn't there for years down the road. That's absolutely the case, Ryan. It's, it's, it's a hard thing to keep people fixated on let, the minors, let alone the college draft, and yet uh, some of us uh, find it to be tremendously intriguing, and that's why I, I enjoy covering both ends of it. But uh, it's really uh, a situation where they have to draft beyond the first round. That is also why Scott Harris made his move on the scouting front. It's not just first rounders. You can score on those pretty well, and I think they on balance again, they've done okay with the first rounders. Uh, if you look at, at their first round picks versus everybody else's, the Tigers have done okay. Uh, and Riley Green's just the latest example. Torkinson will be fine, Mize will be fine when he gets healthy, all that stuff. That works out. And, and Young will probably be okay. But you have to draft in, in deeper rounds, and they just haven't done it, which is why we're talking about the rare bird that, that might make it up and they should have had a system here stopped. And not just from the United States, but they have really had a weary record in Latin America, and I've written all about that over yep. the last year, too. Uh, and, and that's really where they've also failed abysmally. And that explains why you've had a team that hasn't been in the playoffs since, 19, uh, what, 2014. Yep. It's sad when you see the Reds and you see the Orioles and you see the Pirates on a little bit. I mean, the, 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 the Orioles and the Tigers, when 2014, they were in the playoffs against each other. The Orioles swept them. Yeah. Since then, yeah. look what the Orioles have put together, and look what the Tigers have put together, and it makes you sick to your stomach when you don't have a team to even root for here. It, it's very sad. When's the payoff well, here in Detroit? And we all know how the Orioles did it. Michael Elias, their new GM, came in and did it with, ta-da, the draft. Yep. He knew exactly that you focus on bats and position people and that you try to get some pitching later on. And uh, that formula has worked. Uh, it doesn't, again, mean that you take an absolute stance because a guy like Skeens, uh, uh, 
is not going to get past many teams in any year. I don't care what your philosophy is about pitching versus hitting. So we'll, we'll see how this shake shakes out. But your point about Baltimore is exactly mine. That until you do it with your own draft, with your own scouting, uh, with your own ability to build a lineup, then uh, you're, you're spinning wheels. And that's what the Tigers have done, as we agree, for too many decades. Thanks, Mr. H. The great Lynn Henning, thank you so much. And uh, I will leave you with knowing that I am a subscriber to the Detroit News, and I will start reading these uh, drafting. I think I just get so frustrated by the amount of years it takes. That's why I want Colt, Colt Keith to bypass AAA <laughs> and come straight to the major leagues. But, uh, Mr. H., we love you. Yeah. Thanks so much. Thank you. You bet. Uh, Man, it's always a pleasure as well. Thanks, Mr. You H. You're Thank the man. Uh, I'm way over for a break, so we're going to get there right now. Randy Wise. Oh, Randy Watson, you mean. No, Randy Wise, a celebrity golf classic. Let's read it for you. How would you like to have little famous athletes like Jim Harbaugh, Darren McCarty, and Braylon Edwards play golf with you guys? Let's, you know, us, the average Joes. It could happen. That's right. Thanks to Randy Wise Automotive and Woodward Sports, you got to be able to do just that. It's the Randy Wise Celebrity Golf Tour. You see it every day when we open our show. You know how to do it. You got to listen in at Woodward Sports and get your butt down to a Randy Wise Automotive dealer today to play golf like a celebrity. in Detroit sports coverage. How would you like to win not one, but two vehicles of your choice? One for you and one for your wife, your girlfriend, or your best bud. Get to Lady Jane's today for an award-winning haircut and automatically enter for your chance to win. Courtesy of Les Stanford Buick GMC of Ferndale. Lady Jane's, open seven days a week, walk in anytime. It's wicked awesome. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Introducing the Planet Fitness Guide to Getting That Post Workout Glow. Step one, what's your why? More epic energy, better sleep, blow off steam? Step two, join Planet Fitness for just $10 a month and get moving in our clean and spacious clubs. Step three, bask in that post workout glow. Join Planet Fitness today for just $10 a month. Join today at any of the 50 plus Detroit area locations. Woodward Avenue, the first paved road in America. Woodward Sports, the first sports network born in Detroit and made for Detroit. 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, gang. Want to tell you about Outdoor Equipment Company. Your childhood may be over, but playtime is not. Outdoor Equipment Company is your source for outdoor power equipment, sales, service, parts, carrying top brands such as Bad Boy, LS Tractor, Steel, and more. Servicing the Great Lakes region with locations in Metro Detroit and Greater Lansing. For more information, visit this website right here above my head. OutdoorEquipCo.com. OutdoorEquipCo.com. Your power equipment playground. Yes, sir. WoodwardSports.com. I want to thank Lynn Henning for uh, being so generous with his time. And, uh, look, the, the draft in baseball is much like, to me, the draft in hockey. I, get it. I, I have no the, the the NHL draft is on Wednesday night. I could not tell you one player the Red Wings are going to get at nine. Not one. Nor do I care <laughs> until you get with the big club. What if you got Connor Bernard waiting for you? You got the number one pick, well, and, he's, and he's going to be the next it guy. Yeah, but but those guys come up. Those guys you, when you get a when you get a Mike Trout type guy, those guys get up to the big leagues really fast. When you get a Connor Bernard, those guys get up to the to the NHL club really fast. Um, it would have been nice for the Red Wings to be able to pick first. For no a change. Doubt. When you get a Sidney Crosby type player, those guys get up really fast. Um, it, it's a, the, uh, I hear you on baseball. I mean, it is it is time consuming. I ask people, you don't play fantasy baseball? They're like, no, it's too long. You got to do things every day. Baseball is literally a waiting game it truly is unless you're completely bought in from when they get drafted all the way up to they get to the majors i mean what what the reds are doing i can't wait to watch the reds ellie de la cruz i don't know if you if you saw him over the weekend he hit a cycle over the weekend a freaking cycle the kid has been in the league for two weeks (laughs) two weeks he's already hit for a cycle and again um... there's so many great players like that and the Tigers don't get him. Yeah, they signed Riley Green. He's a great draft pick. But, you know, 10 picks later, Corbin Carroll comes out. He's rookie of the year. He might be a freaking MVP if the if the Diamondbacks win that division and the way they're playing right now. They are in first place thanks to him. But, again, so. Uh, well, second place. Ellie De La Cruz was signed in 2018 as an international free right. agent. So he wasn't even part no, of the draft. We don't get that's why the international scout right. got fired. He was twenty one he's twenty one years old now and he's up. You know, we talk about, you know, Colt Keith being yeah. twenty one years old. Yeah. You know, I mean He ain't Ellie Dela Cruz. No, no, I know he's not Ellie Dela Cruz, but it just uh, just goes to show you like you can be twenty four am I gonna have to wait another three yeah. years? I know. We talk about the Pistons. You know, you got Jalen Durance, 20 years old. 19, 20 19, years old. 19, 20 years old. How long do we got to wait? Here, wait, seven years? Seven freaking years? We don't but have at, that. But at least I see him. Yes. At least I see Jalen Durant. Correct. And can see his development and understand uh, that, that there are bursts there and there are things that 
uh, are a part of his game that you know with time and with seasoning, with experience, he can get much better on. But this Dela Cruz cat, 21 years old, he's been up for a couple of weeks. Yeah, you see it. But again, um, do you know he beat a grounder to first base? No, I did not he see that. He beat out the first baseman to first on a grounder to first base. Yeah, guy's been up for two weeks. He's batting 361, three homers, 10 RBI, and uh, seven stolen bases. And the cycle. And a hit for the cycle. Um, First yeah. cycle since 1989 for the Reds, Eric Davis. So, yeah, I mean, in, in the – I guess I'm a mock draft guy. I like mock drafts. Like yeah. I just see where the who the Tigers were gonna get today. That's yeah. that's the first time I picked up any drafting because again, Jackson Job. I mean, what year was Jackson Job draft, drafted? Was he in 2018 or in 2020, 2022 or 2017? I don't remember. Do you have any idea when Jackson Job was, was last year? He was last year. Yes, or two years ago. See, you don't <laughs> freaking know. You don't freaking know well, either. We, we each got to read Lynn Henning because Lynn Henning talked to him. I understand, but okay. when, when is Jackson Job going to be on the Tigers? Let's read Lynn Henning's article what? today in the Detroit News. Am I going to wait till 2027 for Jackson Job? I don't to be think on so. There? Pitchers come up quicker. Frick. Jeez. I just want to get Matt Manning back, Derek Skubal, and hopefully Casey Mize can uh, pick it up one of these years. All right. We're going to go around the NFL. We'll do it next. But first, a message from... Lady Jane's haircuts for men. Walk into any Lady Jane's for an award-winning haircut experience. And it is an award-winning experience. There are several locations around the metro Detroit area, several more around the country. There is one near you. And uh, if you come here in Michigan, if you get if you live in Michigan, if you get your haircut in Michigan, you could walk in and automatically be entered to win. Uh, enter for your chance to win not one but two vehicles of your choice from Les Stanford, Buick, GMC, and Ferndale. We were out there. It was a beautiful place uh, over the week. And that's right, two cars. One for you, your wife, your girlfriend, your best bud, whoever you want to give it to. Lady Jane's. It's open seven days a week. You can walk in anytime. It's wicked awesome. Wicked awesome. The only sports network in Detroit that starts with a W. You know, because we win. Detroit's winning sports network. Big Boy Strawberry Fest has officially arrived, and we're here to show you the very best flavors of the season. Satisfy your sweet tooth with our deep-fried vanilla Oreos, strawberry hot fudge cake, and a slice of our classic strawberry pie. But that's not all. Cool off on a refreshing summer splash salad, or savor the flavors of our chicken Caesar wrap and strawberry bacon chicken wrap. And for breakfast lovers, don't miss out on our strawberry hotcakes or our mouth-watering red velvet waffle. Strawberry Fest is something for everyone. Celebrate the sweet season with us at Big Boy. Can't get enough Woodward Sports content? Head over to woodwardsports.com right now for up-to-date sports articles and great entertainment news. We have the best writers, bloggers, and coverage all at your fingertips. Head to woodwardsports.com right now to experience all Woodward Sports has to offer. Hey gang, I want to tell you about Les Stanford. They've expanded into Ferndale, a trusted name for over 55 years. Les Stanford, Buick GMC, same great service that customers have come to know. You can go check them out on Woodward, just south of Nine Mile. Of course, looking for a Chevy or a Cadillac, Les Stanford in Dearborn on Michigan Avenue, where they've been for over 55 years. You can find the brand you want under one umbrella. LesStanford.com, LesStanford.com. Find new roads. Find them. 
Um, some of the great uh, chats. What do you call them? Chats? Yeah. Some of the great things in the chat. The chatters. The chatters. Uh, <laughs> um, I saw. Imagine doing a show on a hockey <laughs> or a baseball mock draft. I saw that. That's from Harold Williams. Christ. This is so great. Ryan, he's a high school kid. Uh, you're not paying attention if you don't see the Iser plan stocked up on draft choices and hit on several. I mean, that's fine. I just, again. We don't want to wait anymore. Wake me up when these guys yeah. get here. We're done. I mean, Casey Mize, uh, Dog Pound. I think Casey Mize is a bust. It's hard not to think that. He's the number one overall player in the draft. Well, he had Tommy John surgery. You can rebound from that, but he's got back injury. That's tougher. So we... We keep our fingers crossed for the kid and hope that he can come back and be as strong as he was. That's the hope. That's the hope. Fireworks tonight. Who's I was going, say, who's going to fireworks? Are you going to the fireworks tonight? Well, uh, I definitely don't want to go. Are uh, you going I don't to the fireworks listen, tonight? I, I do not want to go. Uh, I did not want to go to the St. Clair Shores fireworks the other day, and I lucked out. They got rained out on Friday, and then Saturday we had graduation party, so I escaped that. Tonight, my wife just found out a good spot to go see them. And she's Where gonna, is it? I can't give it. I don't want to give it away to everybody. Away. I can't give it away. Can't give it away. But there's a way to watch the fireworks with, with really, without really having to go way downtown. Still got to go down a little bit, downtown a little bit, but not all the way downtown where they're going to kill you for parking and uh, all that kind of jazz and then get you for uh, grid, gridlock on the way home. Uh, but back in the day, I would have to go as a dad when the kids were younger. Kids are older now, but my wife, for some reason, and my mother-in-law, for some reason, still love to watch fireworks. And I just don't give a damn. I was never a big fireworks guy. I don't and I care. don't know what it is. I, ooh, ah. Yeah. I'd rather ooh, stay home with wow. Jeter and comfort Jeter because oh. Jeter is going to go out I of mean, his mind. He's going to go out of his mind. Yeah, the, it's not a good night for the dogs. It's terrible. It's not a good night for the dogs. It's a bad week. JB, are you a fireworks guy? Not anymore. I was when I was younger. Definitely when I was a kid. But now it's just, as you said, it's just like, all right, the I mean, sparkly I, lights in the sky. Okay. I mean, it's fine. I don't want to rain on anybody's parade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're fine. on a date, you 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 got a grill. Right. Your you know, second, yes. third date. Oh, there's man. nothing there's like going to that. Nothing better nothing than a better than for that. a date night. There's oh. nothing better. But for after it. that, I'm sorry, it's over. Parker, uh, are you a fireworks guy? I have, to this day, I've never been a fireworks guy. I've. I'm kind of in the same boat, but I kind of realized it once I turned five years old that I just watched. A bunch of exploding powder in the sky, and I was like, "Yeah, the effect wore off pretty quickly for me." I feel like once you've seen the fireworks, once you've seen them, like I used to go and I used to work the fireworks every night. I've done the Belle Isle thing. I've yeah. done the rooftop downtown thing. I've uh, done the private party thing. I've done the public party thing. I've interviewed Kwame Kilpatrick on Ooh, fireworks night. That got funny you going. story about Kwame Kilpatrick. So when he was the mayor of Detroit, and he was the embattled mayor of Detroit, um, for what I don't remember, I was I was one hundred percent in the sports department at the time. Right at Fox Two, I was not in news yet at all. But somebody was out, or we were a sick call, or vacation, or whatever the case would be. So I went and covered the fireworks. They were going to send me 
to I think it was a roof. It was a rooftop. Were party. you nervous? Uh, to cover the fireworks? Yeah, it was like, how do you cover the right. fireworks? Like, well, you just ask people, you know. Exactly, you stick them right. Oh, how do you like right. it? Oh, what do you think of the fireworks? Great. So I was like, fine. Is this okay, your first get, time here? Exactly. Oh. How long have you been here? Oh. What are you making? How about Can that? I have some? I mean, it's really easy stuff. It's not, it you're not, you know, laying bricks. It's very easy stuff. So my name is uh, out there. And Kwame is, I mean, being asked all this by every investigative reporter where's out the money there. Bu- where's right the money buried in the thick Kwame yeah. Kilpatrick is right in the thick of the investigation so but it's Detroit fireworks night he wants to be on television before the people so somebody he had somebody in his office call up Fox to say which reporters <laughs> are going to be out tonight and my name is on the list and he's like I'll do an interview with him because uh, I'm a sports guy. He knows I'm not going to ask him anything about scandal, anything <laughs> about strawberry, anything about stealing money, anything about anything. And let me tell you this. I asked him one question about the stuff because you can't, like, Correct. you know, I, I don't remember what. Mayor, how exactly I, can't, I, I can't let you go without yeah, asking right. this. Yeah, it was a total softball layup yeah. question and, and whatever. But let me tell you, I have never seen an individual, an individual, however you feel about Kwame Kilpatrick, I have never seen somebody, in person anyway, that people cried over. Yeah. They just wanted to reach out and touch the guy. He could have been president if you asked me. Absolutely. They just wanted to reach out and touch him. Mm-hmm. That night. I, it was, I've never seen the Beatles. I heard about when the Beatles came over in the 60s. Yeah. That, to me, was the closest thing I'll ever see to the Beatles. Is Kwame Kilpatrick so walk so far. But he was, he's electric. I mean, just, he, it is unbelievable, man. Man. Unbelievable. Too bad he was short-sighted. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, that's my fireworks story. Um, so, you're not going. I'm not going, but he did like my. He was like, "I like that jacket, man." Nice. He was talking. He, butter, he knows how to butter you up. So the well, you know what? Maybe Trump. Trump is like that too. Trump. Trump people. Yeah. Trump is like that too. And it's something about these. Uh, Obama is like that. Correct. But I never saw Obama in person. You know, like there, there's something about Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton. Yeah, I don't know. No, I mean, he was. Really, he was electric. But but people would cry over seeing. Bill Clinton like they would for uh, I mean I'll never forget this this lady was crying to to just t- reach out and touch him you know yeah. um, and it's the same for Trump it's the same for Obama but uh, my goodness uh, there's something about these wh- whether you like them or you hate them right uh, something about these electric personalities man unbelievable I'm probably gonna get uh, you know they're gonna soft touch me tonight and. Give me the old, come on, Dad. Take a ride with us, at least. Mm. I'm probably going to be sucked down into mm. the vortex yeah. tonight. 
Oh, you're going I got all a the hunch. way down. You're, I got a hunch. you're going all the way down. You might as well take some edibles while you're there. Might as well. Guys, we're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, <laughs> we'll go a little bit around the NFL. We can't. Yeah, we can go a lot of bit around the oh, NFL. Oh, I got a lot actually. of stuff here. You got here a lot of stuff today. But first, let me tell you about Guardian Alarm. They're your local security experts that have been for over 90 years. When you see this black and yellow sign out in front of your house, it tells the bad guys one thing. Stay out. Whether you are at home or on the road, they're 24-7 professional monitoring, customized solutions from real experts, and technology backed by people means you are backed by the best. Call this number right here, 1-800-STAY-OUT. That number again, 1-800-STAY-OUT. Call them today. Tell them Woodward Sports sent you. Woodward Sports content. Head over to woodwardsports.com right now for up-to-date sports articles and great entertainment news. We have the best writers, bloggers, and coverage all at your fingertips. Head to woodwardsports.com right now to experience all Woodward Sports has to offer. The sports marketing agency would not be who we are without great community partners like Higuera Health and Carol Zaniga. It's an awesome opportunity to partner with your organization. Higuera Health is a, a comprehensive behavioral health organization we serve children through older adults with mental health substance use and uh, developmental disabilities across western wayne counties and really excited to now be in downriver communities as well give us a call at 734-458-4601 we are the network for detroit by detroiters welcome to the woodward sports network Hey, gang, WoodwardSports.com. Um, I, I think, Maz, you and I in the break decided we're going to save our NFL segment uh, for tomorrow yes. when we can dress it up a little bit. We got Braylon involved. And we got Braylon involved. If he's not I, playing golf. I wanted to do this, too, because um, the morning show guys are doing great. Uh, Jeff Iafrady, Sam Flannel, guys are doing great. Today they had Tom Izzo on. And for our audience here, we thought we'd uh, play that interview for you, come back. Uh, it's it's about 10 minutes. Uh, they did a really nice job at this interview. Tom Izzo is playing in the Rocket Mortgage Classic Pro-Am, uh, and he joined the fellas, and we wanted to share that with you. I think it's a really good interview. We'll come back uh, after the interview and um, give our thoughts yep. on this. Uh, but here you go, Morning Woodward. Welcome back to the Morning Woodward Show here on the Woodward Sports Network. I'm Jeff Iafretti. Alongside me, Sam Flannels, you, uh, as always. we got JB. we got Lucas Klotz. And joining us, we have a very, very special guest. It is my honor to welcome in the Hall of Famer, the all-time winningest head coach in Michigan State basketball history and Big Ten Conference history, Tom Izzo. Welcome to the show, Tom. Thank you for taking the time. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, no problem. We, we understand you're, particip you're participating in the Pro-Am on Wednesday in the tournament that starts on Thursday as well. All the participants include Barry Sanders, uh, Calvin Johnson, Dylan Larkin, Chris Weber, and WWE superstar The Miz. And uh, shout out to Rocket Mortgage Classic for putting it on. But can you just talk to us a little bit about the event itself and, and what, it, what you're partaking in exactly? Well, I'm also playing the 313 tomorrow, which is a, kind of a fun event that benefits a lot of a lot of people a lot of families in detroit and i i just think the bottom line is uh anytime we have good events in detroit i've said it since i got here i'll say it till the day i leave here and then i'll say it some more when i'm done um when the biggest city in your state is doing well the rest of the state's doing well and we all know that 
there was a time Detroit was booming, and then there was a time when we'd really gone through tough times, and getting it back, and getting people there, and selling the great things we have, and then raising money for certain things, those are all positive um, as we try to uh, kind of reinvent our, our city, which means reinventing our state. Absolutely. Coach Izzo, to reflect on last season's loss in the NCAA tournament in a great game to Kansas State, what are some things the team is focusing on this offseason to take that next step, both individually and as a team? Well, one is to try to score one more point. Uh, one more point would have got us to the lead eight, which I think we could have got to a final four. But on a serious note, you know, now it's blending a little more depth. We had no depth last year. A little more depth, blending some talented freshmen with some talented juniors and seniors. Um, making sure certain guys take a step. I think Tyson Walker had Jaden Akins. I think will be very, very important, taking a big step. Um, you know, and then we've got to get uh, Malik Hall healthy. You know, he had surgery in the spring, and it looks like he's really coming around and starting to shoot the ball now. And uh, within the next couple of weeks, he'll start working out again. That that was a, you know, he was out almost all last year, in and out, in and out, in and out. And, and Jaden missing the first 12 weeks uh, didn't help either. So he wasn't full go to the middle of January. So I. I think those two things, being injury-free, which is always, uh, you know, hard to do, but maybe working a little harder, not only in the weight room, but in uh, flexibility and doing some hot yoga and all the things that are fun. And, and coach as well, last week, the, the Detroit Pistons, Troy Weaver, they, they picked fifth overall. They took Asar Thompson, a pick actually after his brother, Amin. Um, are you familiar with the Twins? And if so, what are your thoughts on the Pistons taking Asar fifth overall? Well, I, I'm uh, familiar with them. Uh, as they were moving on through high school, everybody was familiar with them. H- having not seen them a lot, um, they seem like great kids, both of them, and uh, I'm happy the Pistons, uh, you know, I think the Pistons are putting together uh, some good young talent, you know, and uh, and strengthening up their guards, and those guards are going to be uh, very important because you get a win with them, and um, you know, so now I think they have a very good base in the last two years. They really, and uh, I like the Sasser kid too from from Houston. Uh, so I, I think they've had a good draft, and uh, I think they're going to be an exciting team. And uh, I'm looking forward to them because there's another group that, when the Lions and the Pistons are doing well, uh, I think we're all doing better. And when you see the top five picks, too, with Scoot Henderson from the G League and obviously Asar and Amin from Overtime Elite, um, what are your thoughts now on just the, the variety of where players are coming from? It, it, and even last year, uh, top five, a lot of those guys were from the NCAA. But now with, with so much variety, what does it mean for college basketball, you think? Well, I, I think college basketball is getting a little bit of a bad look on that and this, and this standpoint. Guys, every year there's five to eight guys that if they went to northern Michigan or if they went to, um, you know, a convent, they're going to be um, uh, top picks. I mean, they're coming out. If the rule was they could come right out of high school, there's five to seven picks that would have. So when people say they're getting better at overtime, a leader, better at this and that, I don't believe that at all. I really don't. I, I think, yeah, there's different places to go, but if you get to the point and you had a son 
or daughter, and uh, you know you uh, you're still missing uh, being in college. Uh, you know, I don't care if it's one year, two years, or three years. Uh, starting your education and having a chance to come back, just being in a college campus. I feel bad for the kids. I, I, I you know, that's me. I mean, I'm bringing Taylor. They make a little money to do a little bit. In the big picture, those are nothing. Uh, you know, college helps prepare you. So I'm not sticking up for college. I could care less if they go there. But I, I don't don't listen to the theory that because they went there, they got better. Um, nothing gets better than the competition in college on a daily basis, and and what we can do. If you ask me, that's my opinion, only my opinion, but I think it's an educated opinion. Absolutely, and very few people know more about college basketball than you, Coach Izzo. And I have to ask this because the chat is probably expecting this from me. I am as big of a Michigan basketball fan as you will find at this network. And if I'm being honest, some of my most exciting moments as a fan have come at your team's expense. But obviously, I respect the hell out of the program you've built. You're the best Big Ten basketball coach of my lifetime. And you had some battles with Michigan, your team, especially under the later years under John Beeline. Tell me about some of those and if you got a little extra juice coaching against Michigan. <laughs> well, rivalries are rivalries, and John and I used to laugh about that. I think what the big key is, is do you respect your opponent? I respected uh, Juwan Howard. I recruited Juwan. But, of course, I, I did almost have a special relationship with John uh, you know, we went through wars. He built Michigan like I built it here. Um, we went, I, I don't know, I want to say 10, 10 years against each other and uh, maybe longer, in fact. And, um, you know, we were getting to the point where they were getting the final fours, we were getting the final fours. Rivalries aren't rivalries until both teams are really good. And then they're rivalries. But uh, it'll always be a rivalry. And yet, uh, uh, Hatfields and McCoys, as I call it, is... Uh, is a fight, but uh, if there's respect, um, then it's a good rivalry, and I think that uh, there is respect, and, um, and that's all that matters to me right now is, uh, you know, I, I, you get a lot of rivalries. In other words, Wisconsin became a big rivalry because us and them were playing for championships in Illinois, you know, and John got there and it was Michigan, you know. Thank God we're always in that rivalry statement, but uh, the Michigan-Michigan State rivalry and they're in the same state. It should be a big rivalry. It, it should be something like you guys sit there and you're a Michigan guy and somebody else there's a Michigan State guy. I mean, you get to rip on each other for a week of the game. And then sometimes, like in football, you get to rip on each other for a, for a whole year. You know? And that's the, the fun of rivalries. They're, they're more fun for you guys than they are us. <laughs> yeah, no, do uh, no doubt about it. Uh, Tom Izzo, uh, Michigan State head coach, uh, the Hall of Famer. Thanks for taking the time, Coach. I got one more for you. Um, again, for you, I mean, for you who have accomplished everything, uh, what? How do you keep that competitive fire onto you to to keep that motivation to keep going? Well, I haven't accomplished everything. You got a lot of things to accomplish yet. I think that's what keeps me going. But every time you think because you won a national championship. And you look at Mike Krzyzewski, has got five, and John Wooden's got ten, and you realize you haven't accomplished nothing like that. <laughs> so, you know, I, that's what keeps me motivated. Is there's always somebody out there that has done more. And uh, But my objective here is, you know, yes, to win more championships, but my real objective here at Michigan State is, is uh, to leave the place better than I found it, to, you know, build it strong enough where the 
you know, the basement is really strong, and then the first floor is strong, and now as we move up the building, you know, the, the more layers we can put on, then the less destructible it'll be. Because college sports uh, is in a little trouble right now, I, I think, where we're at, and um, it's going to be interesting to see how the next couple of years go, and we're going to have to be very solid to, uh, to stay with what you guys love, what I love, and what I think our fans love, and yet it's... Uh, we got some people making decisions that are in a vacuum, if you ask me. And uh, so that's that's my candid opinion. How's that? No, it's, it's perfect. <laughs> thank you. Again, thank you for taking That was great, man, Tom Izzo. And I think the the, the great thing that uh, came out there is is this overtime elite yeah. G League and all these players that are going there. These players are not getting better going It's nothing special leagues. about no. it. Yeah, they're playing more against veteran NBA guys trying to hang on, maybe some uh, other type of players as well. But I don't think there's anything that gets you ready for the NBA better than playing uh, college basketball. Facts. I mean, that's just the way it is. And he he doesn't think college basketball is uh, as bad as in bad a shape as a lot of us think it's in because we right. have we have talked about it, and it's not the same as it used to be. Uh, it's unfortunate you don't really know the players as much. Look at the two. Michigan kids that got drafted in the first round. One of them, Jet, Jet Howard. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, Kobe Buffett. Yeah, Kobe. I, I don't even remember him playing a lot, to, to be perfectly <laughs> honest with you. I, it's, it's just it's sad that you don't get the, the guys that are staying at least three years nowadays. It, it's, it's not that. Uh, if they could skip college and go right to the NBA, of course they would do that as well, uh, if that was allowed. But uh, I guess it is what it is, right? You got to change with the times. There you go, baby. All right. Uh, uh, Maz, good stuff out of you. Parker, great job. JB, we love you. Braylon will be back tomorrow. Uh, hit the like button for us. Let's see if we can get to over 100 likes in the next uh, 30 seconds. We'll do that. Hit that like button for us. Tigers Rangers tonight. Absolutely. First of a four-game set against the uh, uh, AOS leading Rangers. Rangers. They are Arlington. good. Yeah, they're good. You just hope you can get one in this series. No, right? you need two. You need two in this series. Exactly as I said. Guys, we'll see you tomorrow. WoodwardSports.com. See you guys.